is Shell Sorrow and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to Fire and Soul. It's been a minute since I've hopped on with a solo dose and there are some updates. Ah, it feels good to be able to share with you because we've been on this awakening journey, this path, this journey of the soul together. And I don't know how you're doing or, you know, the nuanced shifts in your consciousness, but I just want to say, you know, that I see you, I get it, I feel you. It's, you know, some days are really hard. (laughs) Some days I I still have really dark myopic thoughts of like, I don't know if I can do this and I don't know if I can do this and it'll be fleeting. And I'm so grateful for that contrast, right? I'm like, yeah, this is hard because then when I get through it, because I allow myself to be with it and acknowledge it, I don't know if I can do this. And that takes all the power off of it. Then I can integrate it and then utilize it as an ally to make me stronger and wiser, right? And more sovereign. I'm like, yep, I can do this. I got through that moment. I'm here. I'm now. I'm in this present moment. And that's all we have to do is just come back to this present moment. You know, I had a coaching call the other day with a longtime private coaching client who runs a really big company and he's got a lot of pressure. And he's a beautiful soul. Uh, I don't know, maybe mid-40s three children. You know what? We spent an hour talking about a mantra that we curated for him in this call. And it was just coming back to the breath and coming back to the now moment and him learning to say, when I am present, I am free. When I am present, I am free. And we talk about that a lot on fire and soul, but it's been a minute since I've hopped on and offered some solo medicine. And so I just wanted to remind you kind of where we left off because we can veer off and you know what I'm noticing my friends that in this awakening path, we are being deliberately divided and splintered with new rules of a game that's still part of the matrix. If you think there are any rules. No, it's got to be this way. No, here's the true savior. Nope, you got to go back to this dogma. This is the exclusive way and it's the only way. And if you don't follow this way, then you are out. Any of that rhetoric, be very, very mindful. That you're not getting trapped and caught up in yet another version of polarity, duality, 3D, matrix. Now, the reality is, is that everything has a duality, but I'm talking about the difference of being plugged into the programming based on social engineering and indoctrinated ideologies and beliefs that have been planted since before you were born, right? Ancestrally, karmically, societally, culturally, you name it. 
and how vigilant we have to be to stay so keenly curious and not subconsciously get caught up into something that resonates with an old belief system that might be outdated because it's dissolving with the old paradigm. Judging, shaming, dividing, blaming, getting so goddamn triggered and activated by whatever may be happening in the mainstream headlines that has virtually nothing to do with what you see as a headline and there's so much more going on behind the scenes as there is a much, much bigger picture at play. But because our nervous systems aren't nourished, right? It's like a ticking time bomb. It's easily easy to get so activated and triggered because we can't be even with our own dark thoughts or heavy emotions or anything outside of this other trap, which is to go for alignment. And that's why I wanted to hop on the illusion of alignment. It's another hook. And I'll explain why. So recently, over the past few years, we keep hearing about aligned alignment, going for what's most aligned, what feels aligned. And now this one's going to be a little complex, multidimensional. So I'm going to ask you just to stay really open and present because it could sound like some double speak, but really it's nuanced in perception and in consciousness. And what is consciousness anyway? It's a state of awareness, right? So if we are here on a journey of the evolution of our consciousness, right? To evolve our state of awareness for the purpose of evolving our soul, which is the only reason that I know in my bones why we are here, is for the evolution of our soul. Otherwise, why come back? Who in the world would ever want to come back? But there's something to learn. There's more growth. There's more opportunity to expand, right? And so if everything is for the purpose of the evolution of our soul, then isn't it potentially a fair statement to say the following? Everything is, in, is always in alignment. What we would deem as good, bad, light, dark, right, wrong, conscious, unconscious. Right? If you believe and or know with every fiber of your being that everything is unfolding in divine order, and I don't know whether or not you believe or know that, I personally subscribe to that. So if I know that to be true based on my own experience and understanding of the laws of the universe and my experience of living within it, right? Then that means that everything is always in alignment. Therefore, it's an illusion to be seeking alignment. And where the trap is, and this is where it can sound like double speak, is that if you are seeking alignment, it's kind of like seeking perfection. 
And as a recovering perfectionist, I can tell you what a lie and illusion and trap that is. Why? Because perfection is the lowest bar you can possibly go for because it doesn't exist. And neither does this other aspect of being perfectly aligned where you don't ever experience a negative thought or you never feel constricted. It's always expansion and buoyant and you're just feeling so connected and grateful and filled with love and peace and harmony. A lot of that can be true for you a lot of the time, but we need the contrast in order to experience that. It's the law of the universe. It's the ebb and flow, the constriction expansion. So it would be, I don't want to say boring because I think I could get really used to like a super peaceful life by a hundred percent, but maybe let's just say on average, mine feels pretty damn good because I've worked really hard to integrate the darkest, hardest parts on the macro in, in the macro in my everyday life. So let's just say that I'm in a pretty peaceful, blissed out, joyous state 85% of the time, radically self-responsible, integrated the dark, heavy emotions that I used to suppress with alcohol, excessive food, anxiety, overanalyzing, judging myself, therefore, of course, judging others, because that's the only way that jam works, right? But it would get really boring if it was always in 100% only that. And besides that, I like to measure growth. I like to look back six, seven months ago and be like, oh my God, I remember when I didn't think things were fun or funny for the longest time. I remember when I didn't know that I could ever have a conversation with someone who, you know, still believed that Fauci represents the science. I still, I remember so many of those moments where it was hard to not want to wake everybody up and shake them by the shoulders, literally and figuratively, and shout it from the di digital rooftops, the truth. But the more evolved that I became in my own journey, which is the same for you, the more that I became to, I'm more I realize I'm not here to wake anyone else up. I'm only here to wake myself up more fully and deeply, right? Because I don't know the contract that that person's soul made before they came to this earth at this time. Planet earth, I should say. So the illusion of alignment is that we are seeking for something that's this hook, this perfection, this flow frequency that we expect and or even demand to ascend to full time without doing the work in our 3D reality, without learning to be in a constant state of integration so that we're not reacting to every single headline or disagreement or disconnection. And you know what happens is that when you start to realize that you're always in alignment, 
that when you experience the contrast and then you catch it sooner and you're only there for a short period of time versus before where you might have been there for hours or days or weeks, right? And then held the grudge and then built up the resentment and then had more shame and blame pointing externally. But of course, it's always burning ablaze internally. We feel so shitty. And it expresses with just horrendous self-talk when we're shaming and blaming others. And then especially when we get self-righteous. Oh, you blessed thing, right? I wish you nothing but a healing journey. It's like, mm. We get to be so clean when we integrate constantly. And we get to be so self-responsible for every moment. It's an active state of surrender. And what are we surrendering to? The evolution of our soul. So there's no more illusion of alignment, getting caught up in another hook, another light, another trap in the matrix that you should be attaining for something versus this distinction, which is an active state of surrender, constant integration, coming back to the present moment, recognizing that when we want to spiral out to the future to soothe the nervous system that's already so fragmented and overwhelmed and compromised from not being integrated with the emotions and the thoughts and the beliefs that might be old and dissolving and outdated, but you are avoiding that, right? So we suppress, we oppress, we numb and stuff it all down. So the nervous system is depleted to say the least. We don't know how to be with any of that. But when you can learn to, you become more spacious, more intuitive, and you allow yourself to guide yourself with knowing what is in absolute soul alignment. And that's where the double speak could cause some some confusion but if you followed that then you know there is a big distinction a trap versus a knowing and so that is one of the main things that I wanted to hop on with today because I moved and I had this illusion of alignment that once I got everything out of storage and I left my mom's which by the way was a beautiful place to be where I thought I'd be for 10 days <laughs> both of us did and I ended up being there for 10 and a half months and it was such a gift and she was so gracious and flexible uh, with us and um, generous and I'm, I'm deeply grateful for that time and so as I was imagining pulling everything out of storage and unpacking into wherever I would land. And I was all over the place with like Florida and Texas and Montana and even Southern California and ultimately decided Southern California. Um, I'm in the last one mile of LA County going north, um, up the coast. Uh, uh, so I'm 15 miles or 15 miles. I'm 15 minutes by car from, from Malibu beach across the Santa Monica mountains. And then my street is surrounded by the mountains and parks and hiking and biking trails and it's a beautiful complex and 
and it's quiet and energy wise and vibration wise it feels really really calm and that was the most important thing for me and I didn't want to be around density and traffic and people and congestion and just a lot of you know a lot of very noisy vibration and so it feels pretty peaceful here. But I knew this was the intermove. This was like the 18 months to maybe 22 months max. There are several of us talking about um, moving out of the contiguous states. And I'll keep you posted on that and the why and the what and the where and all that as, as it reveals itself. But um, as I was imagining moving into this place and unpacking my things and setting my stuff up, I did not anticipate the feeling that would come over me that was like, first of all, like shock and grief and, and then shame. And it was, as I was unpacking all my stuff, it was like so much stuff to the point where I, I, the question that kept coming into, into my field of awareness was whose stuff is this? Whose life is this? Because remember, I packed everything and put it into storage before I had had my awakening. And that awakening is not finite. It'll be for the rest of my life, right? Just like yours will. But all that stuff, as I was unpacking it, I was so sad because what I noticed as I pulled out like four of the same looking designer handbag like totally couture designer. It was like, why do why they all look almost identical? But I remember thinking, no, this one's for day, this one's for cocktail, this one's for black tie and whatever, right? I was like, whoa, I got so programmed there. And then I look at my sweaters and I'm like, why do I have 12 Heather Gray cashmere sweaters? By the way, I also had about a dozen baby blush pink cashmere sweaters, different styles, but it's like, really? I was programmed to think, well, this one's for summer, this one's for spring, this one's for daytime at a beach, this one's for eat. It's like, whoa, it's all bullshit. It's more of the matrix. And so anyway, as I was looking all of, at all of that, I realized that that was the illusion of alignment. All of these things were masks in their own way to make me feel like I was successful, that I fit in, that I could afford these things, that I belonged, that I was worthy, and that I mattered. And the deepest gaping hole of all, right, is that I'm now lovable. Because look at me, I got these things. And these things represent success. Mask. Just like the lashes used to be, the hair extensions used to be, you know, the titles, the identities, the collaborative business partners, the social circles, all the things that I had learned to let go of while staying at my mom's, but I forgot about my stuff. So it was really sad and overwhelming for me in the beginning because I, re I was like so in tune with the version of myself that used to need those things and wasn't even conscious to that they were all masks. And then I went through the stage where I kind of sat with all this stuff and I was just like, whoa. And then even where I moved to, Calabasas, I mean, granted, I did look all over. I looked all over the LA area and for what I got, it fit the budget and it fit my, my basic needs. 
and I also really wanted to be on the outskirts of LA, but still, still near enough of it because I knew it was my last stop in not only California, but the States. At least that's the plan for now. And so it just ultimately made sense that I don't move across state lines. Why would I do that when I've got friends and family here and I've, I've just so much that I love about the area, right? So as I was settling into Calamasas even and just noticing, it's a very wealthy community, but just noticing all of the fancy cars and SUVs and the women with their lips and their lashes and their boobs and I was just like, I know that LA gets a bad rap, but wow, you know, so many labels, so many masks so much performing, so much proving, and my heart hurt. And I kept thinking to myself, this is the judging, shaming part. I'm like, oh my God, I've picked the worst spot for me to be as my soul is longing for natural, raw, wild, organic, and real. That's what I had just gone through, right? I wore like the same two sweaters and four dresses that I got on Amazon for 10 and a half months. I wore flip-flops, a pair of Birkenstocks, and tennis shoes one pair of jeans and like some sweatpants. I mean, that was basically my entire wardrobe because I packed one little suitcase and some toiletries and went to my mom's for what I thought would be 10 days. So simplicity is sanity, right? And I had learned to be with that. So what was so cool though, ultimately, and this is why I come back to it's not the illusion of alignment. I thought this place, ooh, hanging my art and putting up my stuff, ooh, it's gonna feel so good. And in fact, it just made me feel so sad for what I knew I once needed in order to feel the peace that I now feel that is in soul alignment. So then I learned to bridge the gap and be with these things. Cause at first I was like, I can't even put this stuff up. This is not who I am. I can't even put these things in my closet. Like who needs seven pairs of thousand dollar heels? I'll never wear these heels again. Why did I have all those stilettos? Granted, I was on air for a long, long time and, and I get it, but it's like, it's just a very different version of me. I'd be surprised if I ever wear, wore a stiletto again. I don't know. Maybe I will. I doubt it. I don't know. So interesting. And so, so what ultimately came into my awareness, my consciousness as I was shifting in nuances and learning how to be with all the discomfort around the unpacking, which was more unpacking of my awakening, right? You know, I call 2022 my year of awakening. I've got a couple of questions for you as prompts before we wrap, just a few more moments, how this ties back to you and how I can hopefully be of value to you on your own journey. And so what I ultimately sat with and then realized was, oh, I used to need those things in order to feel a certain way and the alcohol and the excessive food and all that, right? I no longer need any of that, but it doesn't mean I can't enjoy it and or appreciate it. So it's a complete unattachment, but I can look around and be like, oh, that's, that's lovely. Or sure, I can wear that sundress. I don't know how much more I'll wear than what I've gotten used to. I'm literally wearing one of the dresses that I got on Amazon right now that was $16. And so the distinction was is that I used to need those things 
to feel whole, worthy, loved, and like I mattered. Now I know I do because I'm held not only by my divine team and God, but by my highest self, my soul, soul alignment. So you haven't, if you haven't quite gotten there yet, you're still feeling really attached to the things and the stuff that we will call mask. You can do some really profound mirror work. And maybe you've heard of this, but have you actually done it and then integrated it? That's the, that's the whole key. You look in the mirror. You can do this while you're putting on your face cream, while you are brushing your teeth, flossing, whatever it is, right? You look yourself in the eyes and you go beyond the physical veil. You've heard the expression that the eyes are the windows to the soul. There's a reason for that expression. So go beyond what you look like because we can just shit talk ourselves when we get caught up in our physical appearance, especially if it's on a day where we don't love what we see because we're judging, judging, comparing, judging, comparing, right? To some illusion of perfection that doesn't exist. Ah, what a joke. Anyway, you can go back to the mirror Go beyond the illusion of the physical expression and ask a fundamental question. That's the most important question to ask. Who am I really? Who am I really? And then listen. Really listen. Your highest self will speak to you. And then once you do that, my friends... You can ask a really courageous question. Once you've actually gotten the clarity and integrated the answer of who am I really? The next question is, why am I here on planet Earth at this time? Why am I here on planet Earth at this time? See, you are awake on purpose. You chose to be here. Contract of your soul. Why? What's the work to be done? What's the responsibility to be assumed, if you are willing, that you forgot you decided you would do before you came in? Right? Honoring the emergence. I put out a podcast several months back. Really good episode. Got a lot of positive feedback. Honoring the emergence. What's coming through? Why am I here on planet Earth at this time? Really great questions for you to consider. So I'll leave you with that. All is well. You are perfectly aligned at all times. So know it. Be it. Mm. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.